welcome to the lockout. It's the newest Formula One podcast. Excited. Yeah, we've got a big crew here today. There's, uh, you might see three of us on the couch, but there's actually four. We've got uh, Bailey Medill on my left, and we've got Matisse, and we've got Ale, who's uh, currently sitting in the pits waiting to come on. He looks um, so sad over there. He does. <laughs> Someone's got to cheer him on. But um, look, guys, we've got a lot to talk about. We've had a big season break, mm-hmm. um, and there's you know a whole new car coming into this season. I guess, first things first, what did you guys get up to on the break? My break was pretty boring. All I did was um, over New Year's, I went to Byron Bay, went to the Gold Coast, came back, caught COVID. Um, and that, that was pretty much it. In Byron? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was... Like every other person. I think anyone and everyone that went to Byron got COVID. But yeah. 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 Uh, my break, not as eventful. I kept it pretty chill just with family and stuff. But it was nice considering the last two years we've had. So yeah. Is that when you bought your Crocs? It was when I got my Crocs, actually. Um, Seriously, what the and heck? I blinged them out. I blinged them out. Uh, what, you're not a fan? No. Who would be a fan of those? They're not even in sport mode. They <laughs> aren't in sport mode. We're in cruise control at the moment, but Crocs are coming in. I'm telling you now. No, they're not. Look, they could be making comeback. This I don't season, know you'll it, see Lewis rocking them, and then everyone yeah, will be like, oh, how good are Crocs? No, no. I think if Lewis wears them, are going out of fashion again. Just keep sure. in mind where they came from. I started them, I brought them in. Lewis has followed me. Lewis will never be caught dead in them. Last season, last year, you were telling us how you just wanted to copy Lewis's fashion all the time. He's never worn Crocs. What are those? No, because things have changed. Lewis wants to copy me now and that's where we're at. What are those? Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Well, there you go (laughs) Anyway, let's not get caught up with this is an F1 podcast. Sorry. So, Bailey, I'm keen to hear. I've heard you are going to Melbourne in a couple of weeks. I am. I'm so excited. What are you up to there? So I'm going to the Melbourne Grand Prix for work. Um, so I'll be doing work down there for my presenting and media company that I'll be doing down there. I have no idea what I'm doing. You just I'm rock going, up yeah. and make it up as you go? I'm going to work with um, You're just trying company. to find Gasly. That's all Pretty you much. Yeah. She's on the hunt. <laughs> She's on the hunt. She didn't even read the agenda. She's like, can I just get to Melbourne? Yeah. Yep. No, right. Just wherever he is, I'll find him. I just heard Grand Prix and I'm like, I'm there. Sign me up. Yeah. I wouldn't say Let's no either, to be fair. Yeah. And on that note of what we got up to over the break, I think we should probably cover what the F1 drivers got up to over the break because, you know, whilst we love everything that happens on track, there's a lot that happens off track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there there's a few months there, so a lot happens. I've heard a few things. Apparently, Lando Norris got his first hole-in-one. Congrats. <laughs> That's actually a huge achievement. That's, yeah, that's a big achievement. A lot harder than you think. It's probably yeah. harder than winning a race. Yeah, and he's, he's quite small. I'm surprised he even saw the hole from where he was. <laughs> <to be laughs> I'd imagine it was a par three, very short distance, but yeah. hats off. Well done, Lando. And we also had, I think, you know, more recently, uh, the one that hit the news was the Vanity Fair shoot. Oh, I love that shoot. Fan. Yeah. Yeah. Big, Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. See, I'm Big fan. I don't know. I, th- I thought they looked like clowns, to be honest. You did not. Like, whoever styled them is a bit of a... To be honest, I didn't like George Russell's one, but they all looked very airbrushed. And I was like, mm, I'm not the biggest it fan of it, but they did look really good. Yeah, I thought they all looked like different characters. Like, um, Ocon looked like a dentist, I think. <laughs> A dentist. Yeah, Gazzy looked like a uh, sailor. Daniel Ricciardo looks he like the did. Pink Panther. Yeah, he does, <laughs> did look like yeah, the Pink Panther. It was yeah. the Changed pink his outfit. name from the Honey Badger to Pink Panther. Yeah. I don't know. I was a big fan. I thought they all did very well. And they, yeah. they I loved sharp. Pierre Gasly. While, while those guys, while those boys were doing you know, top-tier vanity fair shoots, the mm-hmm. boys were uh, doing photo shoots with Bunnings wear, which was a bit <laughs> interesting. Yeah, enjoy that. Look, uh, if I had to take my pick, I'd probably take the Vanity Fair. Yeah, me too. Um, but you got to do what you got to do to get your sponsorship. You got to you got to grind. So they yeah. probably got a sausage sizzle, sizzle at the end of it. Vanity Fair probably didn't so do that. So worth it, eh? Yeah. Come yeah. to think of it, if you're throwing that in, it is yeah. worth considering. Exactly. But I'd probably still take Vanity Fair. No, Bunnings yeah. all the way. No. And uh, in terms of you know going away from the drivers, more team principles. 
we saw uh, Christian Horner winning an auction to get a Mercedes tour. Oh, yeah, <laughs> boss which he paid seven thousand five hundred dollars for. That was pretty. Boss pretty move. That was good, but I didn't realize that he couldn't actually take part in it. Yeah, apparently there's some fine print that. Um, yeah, I wonder if he knew that. Like, I wonder if he just did it it's still for the laugh, like, yeah. knowing so, or he actually didn't know. That is like the biggest power move. Like, absolutely yeah. taking yeah. the piss out after of the winning, <laughs> after Verstappen winning, and just rubbing salt into the wound. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had uh, Toto Wolf as well. Apparently, oh, yep. he's um, been going to therapy. The I old man that. needs sure. some uh, mental mental health support yep. after last season's defeat. Obviously, that's fair. He took his anger out on that desk way too hard. He needed therapy. and the headset he as well. Like, yeah, so maybe the chats are helping. Yeah. So maybe he brought the headset to therapy to talk to the headset and just and just apologize, apologize, just yeah. and let it, let it know for no. all the physical abuse. I am happy for him. He had over five hundred hours. That's really good because yeah, it is impressive. a stressful environment. So like, good on him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's good that he's voiced it out as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. And um, also. I think a big one, which honestly fell under the radar. I didn't really hear about this until today, um, that Lewis has changed his last name. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I heard that the whole weekend because he's changing it because he hates that the woman has to change her name. So he's going back to his mother's maiden name. But the thing I found funny was that he's going back to his mother's maiden name, which was originally her father's name. So it's still a man's name. Yeah, yeah well like I no guess matter which he can't way go he's gonna back go that far in the lineage yeah. of changing everyone's it's name. But I feel like name. yeah, it's a Coming bit of virtue signalling. I've yeah. actually got both my mum and my dad as well. So I'm like, oh, look at you, bro. Yeah, you pretty I much. Start, yeah. I started the trend once again. <laughs> See, Lewis is he's following my footsteps. But yeah. when I saw that, I was like, nah, good on you. And that's but it's the hardest name to pronounce. I can't. I actually don't even know the name. Yeah. What is the name? Do we know it? It's um, yeah, I actually want you guys to try pronounce it. I'll give it a go. It's called La Belista. So it's like L A R B A L E S T I E R. I think that's right. Labelista. Labelista sounds right. I mean, also Lewis I'm not even attempt. That's just go on, Bailey. Give it a go. Labelista. Well, what other way could there be? Labelista. I don't know. Labelista actually. That could be right. Yeah, yeah. we're all like Aussies, so we're all butchering it. We're probably anyway. butchering it. Yeah, Aussies butcher everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, all right, and the last thing I think we got to cover is, you know, it is sort of on track related, but um, Max did sign a new deal and he's now on the same amount as Lewis is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and he's locked in, I think, for another five years. So Making that's, money um, moves. Money Gotta moves. Get that bread. Big time. He's earned it, honestly. Like yeah, he has. Oh, my God, you actually agree that he's earned it. Look, Look at you giving praise to Max Verstappen for once. He's a good driver and I won't deny that and he's earned that contract. He's probably that the best driver on the circuit Derby? at the moment. So yeah. enjoy right. him. And a big one, which we've all been watching recently, is Drive to Survive. Ew. So, we all know Bailey is not a big fan of Drive to Survive at all. I really don't like it. I don't think you've watched any season. I've watched one episode and it was when Pierre won at Monza because that was the saddest, <laughs> most heartwarming episode I've ever seen because he, you know, dedicated the win to Anton Hubert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that was a great episode. The rest of it, garbage. Just utter shit in your opinion, Yeah, honestly. pretty much. Like, yep. it's just fake drama the entire time. Like, apparently they were trying to cause... Um, a rivalry between Lando and Carlos Sainz. They have the biggest romance ever. Yeah. yeah. That's Even not this possible. season, they were trying to cause a tiff between they were. Danny and, look, and Lando. At the end of the day, like, I'm a content creator. I think you've got to give them a bit of a break. Like, they're just trying to create drama. And I know it's a bit... Did you not watch last season? That's it had enough drama know, on its own. Know, yeah, but that's the stuff that sells as well. It like sells. And like, what are you going to do? You came off the best season of Formula 1 pr- probably ever. 
Probably maybe not ever, but it was up there. One one of the, How yeah. do you yeah. back that up with the Drive to Survive season? You've got to add something. Easily. Yeah, you but they just show well the behind the scenes, yeah. like the anger, the emotion. You don't f- create fake emotion and fake drama. There's enough drama there already. Yeah. yeah. And, you I know, I, I think Verstappen saw that because he decided not to be in this season of yeah. Drive to Survive yeah, purely involved. based on the fact that they... Probably because he knew they were going to dramatize, and it already did said. have such drama. Probably because yeah. they would have brought up the fact that he stole Kvyat's seat, and mum, um, wife, and, and then wife as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that could. Uh, <laughs> he just stole everything from Kvyat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I did He's see that man. in Drive to Survive, though there is that part where Gunther Steiner um, says to Mazepin, "This is why everyone hates you." It's the only part about it that I like. Yeah, he, I get to oh, find he out did about not paint himself a pretty picture. I mean, obviously no. they've cut it in. What not, but yeah. no, I think ev- like everyone like roasts villain, everyone roasts Mazepin. And yep, like it's even Gunther just yeah. doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's yeah, carrying we, on he so much. He's yeah, he was an idiot. Now he's gone, and he didn't deserve to be there, in my yeah. opinion. So, yeah. yeah, people were saying it's unfair, but eh. yeah. he didn't deserve that. I think he should have never been there in yeah. the first place. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. So, pre season predictions, mm-hmm. all right? So, well, not so much predictions. I think we should start with liveries. Yep. Um, you know, re- seeing all these liveries come out was pretty cool. Um, I think my favourite has got to be the Aston Martin, the Ferrari. Um, my least favourite was probably the Alpha Terry, especially the front Box wing. Box Matisse. Box. Box Matisse. Bye-bye. Oh. Ale, welcome to the couch, my man. Oh, thank you for How having me. How was your pit me? stop? It was good. Yeah. I had a nice break. Welcome, uh, welcome. Happy to be on the couch and uh, ready to have a bit of a chat. Yeah, it's a bit of a debut for you. Yeah. I think um, as this is the debut of the... Uh, Lockout podcast pit stop. Um, I would like to explain to the audience that uh, we will be doing this a few moments throughout the podcast each week um, because there are four of us and we're all so fat that we can't fit on the couch. So we've got to, <laughs> we've got to swap Thanks. in and out. And um, we do have race control who is going to boss us around. I heard, he was, heard he's a bit of a dickhead. but Yeah, um, he's worse than um, James. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we will have to put up with him, unfortunately. Anyway, um, Ale, how are you? Yeah, I heard good, you're a bit good. of a Ferrari fanatic yourself. Is that true? Oh, only since I was six, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> only yeah. since I only was since born. <laughs> born, yeah. Anyway, we've been talking about liveries yeah. uh, because, you know, obviously the new cars is a big talking point. What is your view on the liveries this year? Well, great time to bring me in because obviously the Ferrari is the best looking car out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No bias there. Look, it's a bit of a throwback to the late 90s um, when they had the predominantly red car with the black wings and yeah. I just think it looks mint. It looks sick. Like I also the, think... Oh, sorry. The dulled down red is really nice. Like yeah. It's not that full red that you usually get. It's better than the orange they had a few years ago. I swear it was orange. Well, that's because they've... Uh, or you're colorblind. No, it was orange. Are you sure? Yeah, I swear it was orange. I got I saw videos of the launch and it was orange back in like 2019, 2020, yeah, right. something like that. No, t- Yeah, 2019. So yeah, orange. so when um, Wolf Ferrari had that like ongoing sponsorship with Marlboro slash Mission Winnow, Mission yeah. Win Now, whatever you want to call Winnow. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they were they were bound to a specific colour of red that they had to have on their cars. Mm. And now since that sponsorship no longer exists, they can experiment with deeper shades and different yeah. shades of red. And the Italians have relaxed a little bit. They've relaxed a little yeah. bit. And um, I think it's, if it goes as good as it looks, it'll be a good year. Well, for me anyway. Red is always fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually, I've, Really loving Ferrari this year. I think they're looking great. Um, yeah. I reckon they're going to be up there. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how they do. Yeah. I am ready to be hurt again, though. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Your heart could be broken again. You're going to have to drown your sows with some limoncello or something. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hamilton and Russell keep saying that they're doing well, but they always sandbag. So. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who knows? Anyway, let's talk technical because I know you're a bit of a technical man yourself. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> the engines. I found this pretty interesting. I didn't even know that F1 cars ran on a bit of ethanol. Yep. Um, and I was l- just reading some stuff the other week and apparently they've changed to 10% ethanol, which is like going to a petrol station here in Sydney <laughs> and getting E10, which yeah. in my opinion is like feeding a kid at McDonald's every day. Yeah. Like I would never put E10 in my car. I just think that's yeah, I'm absolute rubbish. Yeah. It's like when you've got like a sauce bottle and you're near the end and you chuck just a smidge of water in there just to get that last few squirts out. Yeah. That's what E10 I is to me. I don't think I've ever done that. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't I know. I think that's just I've a known. you thing. Yeah, oh, I think well, that's just yeah, a you geez, thing. Right? Well, now, and now the whole world knows. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Who wouldn't want watery sauce? Not like liters of it. Just but a like little still. bit to shake the bottom out. <laughs> <laughs> no wastage. That's so random. <laughs> Look, you, you know, fair enough. You know, you're not wasting anything. You're looking after the environment, just like Lewis. Oh, okay. don't associate me with him. <laughs> um, let's talk about our Aussie boy Michael Massey. Um, because he had a shocking season last year. Gone. Yep. He's gone. Um, he keeps popping up in my Facebook friend suggestions. I don't he? know why. Yeah. That's a bit of a... What circles are you in that yeah, Michael I Massey really pops I'm up? Very <laughs> c- I have so many racing people in my thing that now I just get all these random like suggestions for people. I'm like, uh, these should not be on my Facebook suggestions. Well, to be fair, if you can't get Gasly, you may as well go for the next you know, race director. Hey, I did get him to respond to my DMs. So. Massey or No, Gasly? not Massey. <laughs> Gasly. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Gasly, remember when we were out? Um, we were out one time, and the boys dared me to send him "I miss you," and then dared me again to write jokes, and he responded. Uh, it was like thanks, and then just liked the "I miss you" part. And I was oh like, I'm God. so sorry. I, I'm sure he's been thinking about you all off season. Oh yeah, yeah. completely. He's, he's keen for the reunion at Melbourne. Oh, I'm so excited Surely. for that. Yeah. Maybe I'll dare me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, let's talk about Russia and Massapin. For a bit because Massapin. Massapin there. That was a bit of a slip. Yeah. I've, I've kind of forgotten his name now because he's been well, gone for three days. Yeah. I've already forgotten mm. his name. He's very forgettable. But um <laughs> he's another person who's had a shocking season. Yeah. And or lack know, of. Or lack of. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard I was on Twitter and I read this and I absolutely lost it. I'm gonna read it out because it's just the best thing ever. So this person wrote, So Massapin came into F one, assaulted a woman, made zero efforts to conceal his xenophobic prejudice finished 21st in a 20-person competition, was a menace to literally everyone on track <laughs> and then ultimately lost his seat mere days before the new season starts. And then complained about it, saying that it was unfair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. started a charity about it. He what? Did he? Yeah. He, oh, he, he was went out Isn't he sacked. like the son of a billionaire? Why does he need... Yeah, started a charity about... Charity? Um, Basically about athletes who are unable to compete due to... That's right. He yeah, wrote political um, tension. compete yeah, to get right. compete as one yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Wait, was it a donation thing or was it like a... Oh, um, no, like it was a like a movement. A movement. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I actually, no, I do remember this. It was um, a movement where it was like we compete as one rather Madness. than race as one. It was like Madness. we compete as one. Yeah. It's a tricky thing and I don't want to get too political on episode one because we could get cancelled. But, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like... No, it has nothing oh, to do with poli- po- um, politics. He's just a crap driver. Hmm. He shouldn't have had that seat in the first place. But the the thing is, he did have the seat and he did get sacked because of what's happening in Russia. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't really think that's fair. Like, it's not like he had anything to do with it. He's literally I also don't think that it's fair that he got the seat over someone who deserved it and just because he had daddy's money. That also so is a fair point. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you, Dan, there. Yeah. If he's, he's, a, he's a pay-to-race driver. Yeah. Yeah. 
And once the money stops coming in, see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah. So he he offers end, nothing else. Is that the end of Haas? Like, are they, they've had literally the no, qu- a quarter of their money just gone, Ma- evaporated. Magnuson's a paid driver as well. Magnuson has money backing him. Well, there's oh, really? surely nothing compared to oh, the Russian money. Nothing compared in. to the yeah. Russian money. Yeah. But, yeah. It's still, still money. Yeah. yeah. Still. They've and already he's a developed the car for this year, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. So, just to wrap up Mazepin, because we probably won't ever talk about him again, the poor guy, but... Do you reckon he is up there with one of the worst F1 drivers in history? Potentially. Yeah. Worst people in history? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I <laughs> Sorry, think what makes him up there as one of the worst is obviously his on-track performance, but yeah. he was just a bit of a dart off track too. Yeah. Didn't he spin in pit lane? Oh, that's or happened before that though. Yeah, that was um, that. Grosjean did that as well, Grosjean's I think. Grosjean's done yeah. it. Coulthard did it back in the day. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, on-track... Consistently outdone by his teammate, who was a rookie as well, and then complains yeah. about it, and then yeah, whinged yeah. about it, and then his yeah. dad complained that apparently they gave him the slower car as well. Really? It's like no, you're just crap. Yeah, yeah. he just needs to accept that. Yeah. Off track, bit sketchy. Mm. I mean, there have been other shocking drivers, but even they've managed to like pull results out. Like yeah. Maldonado was hon- was honking, like he was really bad, but he still ended up on the podium. He still ended up getting a win. Like yeah. yeah, he's kind of funny though as well. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you can get a win, you can somewhat, you know, make up for anything you've done previously. Exactly. Yeah, have some talent but or um, skill. Speaking of sketchy people, apparently Christian Horner is a misogynist. Oh, yeah. Have heard you guys about heard this? that? Yeah. yeah. No. What's, what's, uh, so what's he done? Basically, he made this comment mm. about, um, I think it was an interview and they were talking about young girls coming to the sport. Mm-hmm. And he was basically just saying the only reason... You know, it's great that all these young women are coming into F1 because all they are is attracted to the drivers. That's sort of like... Yeah, because of all these good-looking men. All these good-looking men. And he basically just got absolutely thrashed on social media because Mm. they're like, you know, that is not the only reason women are into Formula 1. Yeah. They actually do love, you know, all the geeky, you know, technical side of things as well. 100%. Um, So, yeah, he copped it. (laughs) Actually, no, to be honest, I'm sort of a little bit of a... I sort of give his statement truth because I did technically come into the sport. Part of the reason was because I fell in love with Pierre Gasly, but that's not why I watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still love him. But also, the other part of the reason was I saw Daniel Ricciardo when he came into the sport just absolutely smashing everyone, and I thought that was great. So yeah. I started watching that. And then also, my brother started teaching me about Eau Rouge and Spa and the history of the track, and I was like, that's amazing. 100%. And then Pierre was just the icing on top of the cake. And that's the thing. I think whenever a new fan comes in, there's always going to be something pretty high-level generic that gets you in, like yeah. the yeah. attraction of a driver or just drive to survive even, like yeah. something like that. But then, yeah, as you evolve, you you know, you get into the technicalities yeah. of it. But it was a very it. silly thing to say because... Absolutely. Especially <laughs> for Formula One, because it is the o- like one of the only sports, like motor racing is the only sport... Where their head is covered, so their attraction doesn't matter. <laughs> that is, you a, can't that is see a very them. Good point. Why are yeah. we watching them for an hour straight, driving around? Like I'm not going to say driving around in circles, but driving around a track where we can't see them. Why would I keep watching that? Exactly. That would be like watching Margot Robbie movie with a bag over her head the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point? There is no point of yeah, watching you, the race. Yeah, you don't see them at all. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like so his statement kind of like it kind of separates every female fan of the sport because it's like. Obviously, all the drivers are male at the moment. All the team principals are male. Yeah. So, like, for a new female fan coming into the sport, it's... It basically causes fake fans. Yeah. Yeah. It does, yeah. He really, I think... I think it's one of those things he said and then realised probably very quickly after 
a bit of a miss. What he, yeah, bit yeah. Of a misfire on, on that front. And mm. it sort of just negates every woman in motorsport as well. Exactly. Because like there are so many amazing women that work in motorsport and work in Formula One, and it's like, okay, did they just want the job so that they could go and meet the drivers and like no. try and date mm. the drivers? No. You can't umbrella every woman under that yeah. category. Like it just like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like yeah. yes, obviously, so, like there are so many. I see so many girls on TikTok, and I'm even one of them that are like, oh my god, these drivers are amazing. I keep hitting this mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting so animated about this. Yeah. But they weren't like, always they amazing though. Yeah. Coming out. I have yeah. so many friends that are like, yeah, you know, like my celeb crush is Daniel Ricciardo. My celeb crush is Charles Leclerc. Like he's so attractive yeah they are attractive but that's just the bonus yeah like 100 it's, it's ridiculous yeah. is that the but netflix effect as well though no that they're, they're being put into the mainstream oh or for more some of, of the them, mainstream potentially for some of the girls it could be that they see them on netflix and things like that but i saw um pierre gasly when uh, he was 2016 in the red bull garage when he was a reserve driver for them and still in formula 2 and then in 2017 he went to super formula so i watched super 2 super formula I mean, not Super 2, sorry. That's Supercars. Um, Formula 2, <laughs> Super Easily Formula. Confused, yeah. I keep getting my sports mixed up. I'm sorry. But yeah, so Formula 2, Super Formula, and then eventually went into F1. Yeah. And then after that, to be honest, he's at the back of the grid. I didn't care about where he was. I was watching everyone else. Yeah. So it's just, it's pointless. Pierre, if yeah. you're listening, she still loves you. Yeah, I do still <laughs> love him. Yeah, I will I love him till the day yeah. I die. Yeah. <laughs> I probably need to stop talking about this. He's just my slope crush, but like, let's yeah. go. Yeah, it's honestly been great. Like a lot of my uh, my mates who have girlfriends and even a lot of my girlfriends, you know, a lot of them who are in couples, mm. they're now watching it as like your Saturday night or like Sunday morning, you know, thing to do as a couple. And I love it. And yeah. then we can mm. geek out like with both of them instead of just like it being a boys chat. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I want to welcome in like women, women in open arms to the sport because it's... Absolutely. Yeah. The more the merrier. Yeah, because yeah. I took one I took one of my best friends to a, um, a supercars race, which is, isn't Formula 1, but it's, you know, mo racing in Australia. And she didn't see a single driver. I just watched, like, heard the cars, smelt like all the smells that you see, um, smell at a racetrack and was in love. She just loved the atmosphere. And that's the thing about racing that is so intoxicating and draws you in is the atmosphere of it, the passion behind all the fans, you know, the yeah. drama that happens on track and off track. And then, you know, obviously the attraction of the drivers, like a little mm. bit of drama as well in their personal lives, like love seeing all the wags <laughs> and all this stuff about them. Yeah. But there are so many things that come into it. So saying that it's just because of the driver's looks mm. is a little bit, yeah. yeah it's and to flip this around, I feel like what I've noticed is I've, like I'm 24 now and I feel like I'm finally getting out of that stage in school where like gossiping is just everything. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm bringing it back and I'm like, becoming a teenager again <laughs> and just like loving the gossip and like it's just good fun it's so like i love it it's it great. adds to it especially when like there's a because to be honest f1 can get a little bit boring we've seen so many races where they're just start to finish Someone nothing happens no one ever yeah. takes and it's like uh, whatever but then something else will happen on the track and that's the exciting part and that's the drama mm. like you'll hear kimmy start going off on the well you won't hear Not anymore i know you, yeah but you would have everyone shed a tear for kimmy i know and but you'll hear him going off on the radio and like that's the drama that you like you like hearing mm. the gossip being like oh there's drama there or like oh valtteri it's james and james is valtteri like you love those little bits of gossip or you love seeing the it's going to be george's here yeah. George, it's James. George, it's James. George, it's James. <laughs> George, it's James. It's a bit of a tongue twister, that yeah. one. George, it's James. <laughs> Say it 20 times fast, Dave. George, it's James. George, it's James. George, it's James. That's just not too bad. <laughs> you started going French. Did I? <laughs> yeah, oh, it sounded God. like it. <laughs> Jeez. I don't have an inch of French in me, so I don't know where that came from. But um, let's move on to the preview for this weekend. Um, mm. It's coming up in a few days. Bahrain. Bahrain. Yeah. And I think, obviously, 
I'm going to be glued to my screen 24-7. I'm going to watch every practice mm. qualifying the race, the whole box thing. Box Bailey, box. Nick, box Bailey. Bailey, how dare you? Oh, she's getting boxed. <laughs> Dude, that was a long pit stop, mate. It was. It was. <laughs> I had a good chat with the engineer. They tell me what I need to fix and I'm back in. Yeah, so that's why his crocs up. Yeah, I think that I chat went for too long, bro. I had to lock him in and put him in sports, mate. That's why. <laughs> Was it working? Because uh, I think that pit was so long, I think you're at the back of the pack now. So. Yeah, no, no, but I've come out for faster slaps. So oh, yeah, enjoy, yeah, yeah. Soft no. tyres are on. Yeah, they're on and I'm ready to go. Yeah, nice. So, uh, Bahrain this weekend, bro. Mm. You excited? I am excited. I'm so G, just because mm. my wait. routine over the break changed dramatically from the season because it was like Friday through to Sunday. Yeah. I was in watching everything and then on the break I had nothing. So no, I I'm feel like it was a bit ready. of like a, a come down. Like I had to like... I was, every weekend after it finished, I was like, oh, F1. I got excited and I was like, oh, shit. What do I do with myself? What do I do with myself? Plus yeah. the way the last season finished as well. It was exactly. Like, yeah. That first weekend after the end of last year, I was like, now what? Now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now what do I do? Like I've started watching Mass on a Sunday night. That's oh, how no. bad it's That's got, That's how bro. bad it's gotten. Yeah. I haven't gotten that bad. I know. I'm really down in the dumps, man. <laughs> you like are. Well, we're back this week. So. <laughs> yeah, we're back. So thank God I don't have to watch that yeah. anymore. But um. What's your sort of take on this weekend? Who are you excited to see? What's the go? Um, look, obviously, I want Danny Rick to have a rip of a weekend, but mm. COVID, no, no testing last week. So, um, I can understand that it might not be he won't, won't be going into it in his prime. Um, and it hurts me to say, but Ferrari, honestly, <laughs> looks like a weapon. And Music sellers is. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a weapon. <laughs> the times they've been pulling out have been good, and both drivers driving well. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I don't want them to do well, but honestly, it looks like they might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, man. I don't know. Like testing, take it with a grain of salt. Every team yeah. is doing, you know, different amounts of fuel, different tires different setups and suspension it's hard to gauge who's actually where they're actually at um that being said like you can say it mate you know they're (laughs) looking good just say it what 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 i take from testing is basically the team that puts the most laps out and doesn't have an issue are generally looking pretty good for the season yeah yeah and they usually fly under the radar and i feel like that's sort of been like alpha tauri and uh mclaren a little bit like Mm. everyone's been talking about i guess like Haas and Alfa Romeo, um, they've been having a f- couple of reliability issues, I think. Yeah. Mm. But they have been looking Even the fast. Alpine. Yeah, Alpine, yeah. Alpine. Blowing smoke. Yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes have been looking a bit slow. Yeah. I mean, and they also made off. a heap of changes. You can the never... They are the kings of sandbagging. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I saw like Lewis talking in some conference and he was just sandbagging the shit out I of I think him. I saw this, but he finished it strong saying, mm. but in the, the day, we are the best team. Yeah. If you so you can't you can't write them off. If you no. look at every testing they've had, every preseason testing they've had for the last eight years, which is every year Mercedes has won the constructors back to back. At the end of testing, Lewis will come out and say they some come stupid like yeah. like we're not ready. Everyone else is looking quick. The Ferraris look good. We're I mean, it have makes sense to just year. lower expectations and smash it out of the park. But I'd they get the, the same, same result. Them. Yeah, but it's just a bit like I don't know. It's so intense. Like a bit of sandbag here or there. Cool. Yeah. But it's like so full on. It's like just shut up. Like no, you're obviously see, not shit. I actually reckon this year they're actually struggling. Like I don't think they're where they want to be. And to I be mean, fair, they're, they're start, of la- start, start of last season, start of last season when they were so ba- sandbagging too, they were struggling. Too. They were exactly. And then they brought in upgrades and, uh, and they got and and like turned like around. Merck's always been known for having like the best engine or the best com- combination of electrical and combustion engine. Whereas like Red Bull's always been known as like the aero wizards, the chassis wizards. Yeah. So it's like to have those cars look so drastically different 
and then Ferrari even be more extreme than those two. Yeah, it's they all look so different. So different. Hey? Honestly, the biggest thing for me with the Mercedes compared to all the other cars is the side pods. Like, have no you guys seen pod, them? Yeah, no side pod. And it I feel like, like yeah. and Ferrari's the opposite. I feel they've overcompensated. Yeah. They've got this dramatic. That's huge why it looks so bad. That's why it looks bro. so good. Can yeah. you imagine driving and you got that in your rearview mirror and it's just coming up on you? Like, yeah. It was like so you'd Ferrari feel, bro. Yeah, you'd be yeah. scared. You see like, behind. You see this car with like all neck, no shoulders, like coming up behind. Yeah, you're like, I'm not that? sold on the Merc. Yeah. Just to me, it's a miss. That being said, though, I had a look and since 2012, because the 2011 race was cancelled. In Bahrain, there's only been two winners, and they're still both on the grid, and that's Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. Wait, since when? Since 2012. Really? So what you're trying to yeah. say is Lewis is going to win yeah. Bahrain? Wow. Um, they've shared it a bunch of times since then. Um, Seb, when he was at Ferrari, Lewis obviously at Mercedes, but like that much consistency at a certain track. Yeah. Even if the car's not 100% there, you can't write... No. You can't write Lewis off as much as it no, burns me to say. Well, I, f- I feel like the decision decision is made for us because I don't know if you guys have heard the news, but mm. Vettel is out this weekend. Yeah, he's uh, out due to COVID. He got COVID. He, he got just COVID. got COVID. So he's around for the race just before yeah. we started so filming. Who slots Guess who it is? Please don't be Astri because I'd be so jade, but it's not. He's a big green character in a movie. <laughs> big green. I can only think of the Grinch, the Hulk, mate. <laughs> the Hulk. Oh, really? The Hulk is the back. Hulk is back. Yeah. Back with a vengeance. Nah, not good enough. Not good enough? Nah, it doesn't do it for me. I mean, honestly, I don't think much of Aston Martin. Like, mm. they're a good team, but they're like... A they look good. Yeah, they do, but I don't think they'll be punching up there with a no. even McLaren. Like, it would be McLaren, Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes for me, but that's a big loss. That's, that's a big huge. loss. Man. That's a big loss. A stroll doesn't do much for them either. It's no. usually Vettel pulling away. He's the money bag for them. Yeah. 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 And... um. I was really looking forward to seeing Vettel, to be honest. Cause so I was I. Like he needs I'm a big fan. He's, I'm a big fan. And um, I thought he was going to have a, a good race. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he's... When did that... I had no idea he was it. out. Like, it yeah, he literally really came recent. in like an hour before this. So, yeah. it's fresh news. Damn. Might have got it off uh, Danny Rick. Yeah, probably. Maybe it was tactical. They probably smooched on the night out or something. Danny Rick's gone in every off, garage. Off you, yeah, <laughs> imagine he's just gone in, coughed everywhere. Off you go. Kanzi wins the race. Yeah. I so um, on that note, what is everyone's F1 2022 season predictions? This is a big call. Last year, I'm going for two out of two this year because I got my one last year. I put in a bet at the start of the season. Did. Yeah. Before the first race, that Max Verstappen is going to win the title. Big call. Came through. Very good show. That was a big win. So I'm hoping to go for two from two. I'm keen to hear your thoughts though. Arlo, what are you thinking? Oh man, it's, it's a new era. Testing, you don't get any information from. I feel like we'll have a much better indication of where the teams are at once qualifying but that's happens. not what I'm asking. Though. I know, I know, I know. I'm asking for your predictions. Uh, give us something. Yeah, you can't be sitting Look, on the fence. You just you yeah. got to give us something. It, I can't pick anyone else but Ferrari to win the championship. And if, if I have to... If, yeah, so I'm going Ferrari Constructors and... Oh, which driver's going to win it? That's tough. I'm gonna go Charles. He was more. He was more unlucky last year. He was more I unlucky. I was not last expecting year. that. Eh? <laughs> really? I was not. Why expecting. not? Like I know you're a Ferrari fan, but yeah. I thought you were gonna at least be realistic. Right? <laughs> all right, I'm all going all in. Oh, it's not realistic. <laughs> How is that not realistic? Nah, I don't back it at all. Mate, he's got the longest deal with Ferrari they've ever nah, had. He's not winning. I'm it. going all in on Ferrari. Uh, we'll <laughs> okay. see how we'll see how this plays out. This okay. could be terrible, but well, I yeah. didn't know you didn't like Charles. No, no, I actually. back Charles, but he's not winning it. Yeah. Even nah, nah. But look, it, yeah. I could be wrong. Right. I doubt it, but I could. Who have you got? Uh, I'm going to say Lewis to win the drivers. Oh, predictable. 
no, well, look, he's not. It doesn't seem like he's in a place to do it. Yeah, if anything, out of the two, you're going to save a step. And but well, he's still hungry. Given he's still exactly, going for his given how yeah. it finished, he's coming back with. Oh, vengeance. he'd be burning. He'd be. So burning. I'm going to say him, but I want to say for the constructors, I'm going to say um, Red Bull. Really? Yeah. Really? Reverse I, of last year. Yeah, I I reckon they turn around. I reckon, and I and I rate Perez as well. So I reckon he'll have a solid year, second year in. So yeah. I back them for that. But the drivers goes back to Lewis. So you, by saying that you're gonna you're pretty much saying that Perez is gonna have a good season. Yeah, or better oh, yeah. season than George. Pretty see, much. I struggle to see that. I feel like I'll go the opposite to you. I would say I feel like George is such a strong driver. I'll say Mercedes will get the championship again. Yeah, but and his personality might clash with Lewis. Whereas Bottas was very passive. He let a he lot of things go. Passive, I think jo- yeah. I, know, I think Perez he slept on. Like I think he showed it in the last race that he can really dig in, get his elbows out. Yeah. Flies under the radar, but I back him. That last race, He just race needs some especially. more consistency, and he needs to get rid of that Red Bull second seat curse. Mm. Well, I think quickly, he, yeah. I think he kind of started to break away from that curse when he's actually kept the seat. So <laughs> I'm optimistic for him. I think I think look, Red Bull, I reckon have a good season. They win that, but drivers gets back to Lewis. Yeah, who are you backing, Dan? See, you know, typical me, I would probably go Verstappen, but I actually don't as much as I'd love to see him win his second World Drivers Championship. I am going to jump on the Ferrari bandwagon Ooh. too. I just <laughs> This is new. <laughs> there's someone... I, I just get a feeling this year they've been like... They're going through all the turmoil of last year and the year before. Mm. Or oh, the last... Since 2007, it's been turmoil. They've got this momentum with them and, and like they've got the two best looking drivers on the grid. They seem to have a pretty damn good relationship. Jeez. Not that it's looks still friendly. Do with it, but it's still got, friendly, yeah. You know, they've got a good friendship going. They mm. work well together and their car looks sick. It looks fast. I don't know. I just have a feeling it's Ferrari. So, I don't know how they're going to slot in with the Merc and the Rebel, but I feel like they're going to... One of them. So, but you're guaranteeing that one, two, three, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren's not in with a chance? Nah. You don't reckon? And their car looks terrible. I don't mind the car. No. I don't mind I either. Don't I mind really don't. Like it looks it like Rocket either. League. Yeah. Have you ever played Rocket League? I have played Rocket yeah, League. Yeah, that's what all, those colors you are terrible. All, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not a bad shout. <laughs> but I don't mind the car. The car's actually right. In, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something about that, it's really bad. Like, the tones are off. If they went pastel, they went like soft. Just song? go, just, nah. yeah, go um, like the old golf livery. Yeah. Like that would have been so easy. That was It would have nice. been fresh and new as well. That was actually really nice. Speaking of predictions, I think we've got to speak for Bailey, even though she's in the pits. Mm. What do you reckon her predictions are for 2022? I think we can all agree the drivers goes to Pierre. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Uh, the old bias vote goes yeah, a long way. It definitely is bias. And I mean, look, he's, he's proven him, starting to prove himself. Like, he is. And he's at least at AlphaTauri. He couldn't do it at Red Bull, but he's now. doing it at AlphaTauri. <laughs> yeah. um, for the constructors, I'm going to say Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Sounds I about feel right. she'd swing towards Red Bull. Yeah, she's been buying that uh, Red Bull merch. Red Bull merch, yeah. I so saw. she must be. I saw, yeah. Yeah, she's got the drink bottle and the, and the jacket. jacket. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, not right, just. So she's a diehard fan now, that's diehard it. Diehard fan. She's, <laughs> she's locked and, and loaded. Through. Yeah, all on red. Yeah, I don't know. Merch doesn't say much. I bought McLaren merch mm. and I couldn't care less. I only bought it because one, it looks good, but two, I also follow any Aussie on the circuit. Like Fair. if Piastri was to sign somewhere, I'd buy his, whatever yeah, team right. it is. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe the merch doesn't have much to do with it. Maybe the merch doesn't, yeah. but I do think she does sway towards Red Bull. Yeah, I was gonna say Haas. I just have a feeling she Haas. she reckons Haas is gonna win the. Uh, yeah, title. not a bad shout actually. Yeah. She really backs an underdog. 
Yeah, oh and like they showed they could do it last year. They had such they a did, great man. season. Great so consistent. Season. And they're in a good position now, like financially in their driving. <laughs> They've just got it all <laughs> yeah, sorted. Yeah, they, so why not? They really have their shit together. Well, to be not? fair though, I know testing's grain of salt, but... Mick did they do were up well. there. Yeah, yeah, Mick came second in one they of the sessions. Well. Yeah. yeah, that was impressive. And they've dropped dead weight, so yeah. Yeah. maybe they're just going to let rip now. I hope yeah. they. I hope they do better than they did. Like, they've got a better driver pairing. Definitely. I feel like they were focusing last year on the car this year, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, they don't come last. I hope so too. I, I really just for Gunter's sake. Let's give a few <laughs> of the back guys a chance. Otherwise, they're not going to be in Formula One for long. Yeah. Yeah. I think they come and last, but we can hope. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We can hope. So uh, let's wrap it up, guys. We've been yarning for a while now. We have. Um, it's been I've fun. actually got to go to Bunnings with Mazepin, so <laughs> I've, I've got to run. He's got to now do the shoot with you. Yeah, I've got to jump on with him. We're Fair. doing some weird, weird sort of pay me like your French girl stuff, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. Anyway, um, it's been a lot to talk about, guys. We're keen for next week. Please send in your fan questions. We are we want to answer some of your questions on the podcast. So send in what you got. It can be off-track talk, on-track talk, whatever you got. Uh, please remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, rate us on Spotify. Um, this is our first week, so we need some momentum and Absolutely. give us some love. Yeah, but, um, we take all the love we can get. Yeah, <laughs> been good to spend time with you boys and, uh, and Bailey. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, good chat, boys. See you later. See ya. See ya.